Radio Pulpit, 657 AM. That's Linky Matsavade with uh, Matsavade with uh, Bayapo, now on Radio Pulpit, your daily companion. And he brought us to 24 minutes to 7 on this beautiful, beautiful Thursday evening. Thursday Live is the name of the program with me, Godfrey Mwabi. Thank you very much for choosing us once again. You might be listening to us. Ghana, we have to be creative when it comes to things like load shading. You are enjoying a candlelit dinner. I don't know why women like these things, you know. To us men, ah, it doesn't make any any difference at all. Whether you are doing it, you know, uh, out there in the sun or uh, when the electricity is on, etc. More or not, they don't mean anything. I mean, uh, the things like uh, flower petals, I mean... I mean, women. Hey, women are funny people. Uh, just imagine. What's a mere like in petals? They make a huge. Hey, women. Women are not easy to please in Natasha Matlas, are they? Small things. Yeah. Uh, welcome, Baba. How are you? I'm good, everything. I'm good, man. Uh, I'm saying they're not easy. Uh, they are not difficult to please, eh? No, sometimes, Sometimes, eh? 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 Otherwise, you are in trouble, Baba. <laughs> otherwise, otherwise, you are in trouble. But but not all of them, that is a matter. Most of them are simple to understand. They know what they want. Is it that sometimes they don't know how to express it, you know? Yeah, that's what they say. They say they are simple. They know exactly what they want. But but have you realized that when they I mean they are talking amongst themselves I mean they they talk they are just flowing but sometimes I'm wondering but do these people understand one another there you know what I'm saying do they really mean what they are saying to to one another there? I mean they are laughing and all that I'm like my goodness this one's she doesn't understand what this one is saying but they are laughing nevertheless in foolish but anyway and that's so much but anyway what else can we do what else can we say we love them they are our mothers they are our wives. They are our daughters, they are our grandmothers. We have to love and protect them and cherish them. True. There's a video that was going around here mm. of one wealthy man who bought his wife the Mercedes G63 wagon. Yes. And then he cut the car outside, she was in the house, blindfolded her, brought her outside the house, that mansion. Blindfolded, and then um, took her to the car, opened the car, blindfolded, and then he put her on the driver's seat, and then he removed the blindfolding on on, on her eyes, mm. and then she did the steering, the steering of the Mercedes G sixty wagon, that Mercedes that looks like a Toyota Venture, mm. but three million rand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, uh, uh, so that from private school, yes. Yes. And she was happy. And then, wow. The man was excited to see that the wife was excited. Mm. Then after two minutes or so, and then she, she was like, oh, she, she, 
disappointed. Today, I said, what's wrong with Navi? This is the car of your dream. You, you said this is your dream car. Mm. So what else do you want? She said, but not this color. <laughs> hey, that's that's them for you. <laughs> that's them for you. But what else can we say, Baba? Hey, she must, she must have. He, I think, with Nazan Zai, we sent her back to the dealership. Uh, just to yeah, make sure that she get, he, 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 she gets the the color that she wants. Other women don't like to be surprised. Uh, but anyway, um, in the Desmond, like like you said, some some of them do know what they want. <laughs> <laughs> 19 to 7 on Radio Puppet, your daily companion. That we're looking at the issue, yeah, yeah, giving. And I know that most of the times people interpret it and, and material things, but it's uh, bigger and deeper than that. Through that, uh, giving actually has already given the best example here, whereby the, 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 the husband gave the, the present, <laughs> of which was not entirely appreciated. Um, well, yes, that uh, um, everyone uh, loves a cheerful giver, somebody who gives you with a good heart. It could be anything. But most of the times we associate giving with material things, like money, clothes, school shoes, uniforms, food, you know, to the, to, to the less privileged. Then we call that giving. So if you are less privileged, what do you give? Because God blesses those who give. So in other words, when I will never be blessed because you never give anything? Is that what you are saying? That's a big question. Today, you are saying you have got nothing to give, you have got nothing to offer because you are unemployed. Okay? Nobody's working in the house, you don't have food in the house, you don't have uh, money. So there's nothing, absolutely nothing that can give. So the question is, if we say God blesses the hand that gives, whether you always receive or you always take, does it mean that you will never be blessed? Because for the rest of your life, if things don't change, it means that you won't be able to give. Have you ever asked your question, is there anything that I can give to those who give me? Or to those who are less privileged than you. Because they could be unemployed. You could have nothing, nothing, nothing in the house, as you speak right now. Did you know that there's somebody who actually says, well, wherever you are better, because you put the roof over your head. Those people that we call hobos, that sleep in the feet, if you tell them that wherever you are less privileged, you have got nothing, you are poor, or you are broke, or you are bankrupt. But uh, at least you are crying inside the house. Koreans cry in the street. How do you get a And you get chased away by the police. What are you talking about when you say you are underprivileged? When you say you don't have anything, what do you, what do you mean? They will tell you, if I were like you, give me a house, if it is a mukuku, I will be sorted. I won't complain, I promise. That's why when, when, when we complain that we've got nothing. And the man who doesn't have legs says, I wish I were you. If I had two legs like you, I wouldn't complain about anything in this way.
Alright, we are talking about giving with uh, Ndate Shamatla right here on Radio Puppet, your daily companion. And uh, others do have hands, and I see uh, them doing exactly that, more especially having lady functions at home, uh, during funerals, and they are helping Ndate Shamatla. So they shouldn't really think that they don't have anything uh, to give at all. I mean... Uh, when I know uh, it's we're going towards the weekend, there's funerals, we've got uh, uh, weddings, etc. Those people are working. You don't need to hire. But if you have, want to see their value, Muruti, just in, utilize the services of, um, uh, what do you call these people that cook? Uh, not chefs. Um, um, caterers. Catering <coughs> services. Then you'll understand, you'll see, you'll see their value. That's um, You know... We don't have resources, we might say. And uh, we have got a lot of families here who are child-headed. They often, uh, the orphans are staying by themselves. A 15-year-old, 14-year-old is heading the family. She goes to school, comes back to grab her head siblings because the mother has passed away, the father has passed away. There are no relatives who are looking after them. Whenever a neighbor. You are not looking, yes. You don't have resources, yes. But did you know that you can keep your time to be cheap? Just to go there and check that everything is okay. You know, as an adult, as a parent, you know, give them a sense of security to say, my children, if there's anything that you need, just shout, call me. You know, check if they are that the, 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 the groups are clean. You can help them if you are hand. That's, that's giving. We're giving your time. We're giving a, a service here by washing their clothes if we have to. You know what And that thing, uh, that hope is a, you know what, it is okay. But even though I don't have anything, I don't, I don't even have sugar in my house, I don't even have tea in my house, let alone uh, put wrap up. But I'm saying, as an adult, as, an, as a parent, I'm here. If they need parents at school, please call me. I'll go. That's easy. Because on the other hand, somebody blesses you. It could be either at church or the neighbor who will bless you with food. Luana, in turn, bless somebody else. Reciprocate that easy. You cannot give money back because you don't have. You can have, not give material things back because you don't have. But there is something or there are other things that God has given you, like your talent, like your time. You know, like even your own voice to pray for these children or to pray with them or whoever that needs a prayer. Do you know that your prayer counts a lot if you pray for, for, for somebody that who and who has? You know? Imagine somebody is wealthy or is rich. That means that they are free of problems. They do have problems as well. They do have issues as well. They do encounter situations as well. But if you raise your hand and pray over them, do you know how they appreciate that? Because sometimes people even forget to pray for themselves. They do. When they are in, in trouble, yes, yeah, some people pray, pray. But at some point, some people even forget to pray for themselves. But when you pray for them or you pray with them, 
dentist in mind, so you are reminded that there is God. You know, so you are doing something. You are giving somebody something, you are reviving that spirituality within them. Then they can't forget you. You know, because you didn't give them money, you didn't give them, but you gave them something valuable. That is a prayer. You are giving them something. Like I was saying, that uh, during the day when I spoke today to you, uh, I said, in a family, there will be this family member who's always giving. You know that the auntie or that Maronia or somebody who's always and forever giving. Whenever that funeral, you know, she, he or she's not going to come intended. This person will come with groceries or whatever the case may be. But when this person is terminally ill, is bedridden, is sick, none of these people that she or she has assisted will come and help them. They will all say, all, all, all say I, I don't have anything to offer. I don't have money, I don't have this, I don't have that. Instead that's of coming the, here... That's the lack of Ubuntu moment. Yeah, true. Instead of coming and saying, you know, this person hurts us a lot. I want to, if you have my time, let me help her to clean the house. To wash the the, 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 the the sheep, you know. Yes, because now this person is going to be comforted that I've got people who love me around me. So, Ronald Matang, I'm going to have a child. Who do you want to have a child? You need to run a whore. She always gives money. She always buys groceries. She always buys our, our cheap clothes, shoes, and stuff. That's all that we love when we are given. But even if you, you don't have anything, why can't we give this person our time? Yeah, you mentioned something important there in that summer. I think we need to talk a little bit about it, but uh, not focusing on us giving it to um, our relatives and uh, our neighbors, but uh, um, our children. And uh, most of the times, parents who've got money uh, tend to forget that uh, children don't just need money from them. As a matter of fact, they need their time more than their money. How true is that? That much. What I think is very true. You and her, you and I hosted one child in the studio, life in the studio. If you remember, about two, three years back. No, I think the last of us in 2019. Yes, 2019. I came with a gentleman in the studio there, and um, he was a humble guy studying at the university and the Christmas time. And then I just came with him, just giving experience. That's giving, you know. I always give people opportunities. You know, to see what Reggie is like. I brought this, this gentleman, I met at the school, I met him at the university, then I brought him there, and he was fine. But, always when he spoke, he spoke about his mother, his mom. He never spoke about his father. So, I said to him, well, how, how it came about? I said, so how are we going to get to the studio? He said, no, I'm driving. Okay? Um, if I'm not driving, mom will bring me. And then what about your dad? He's at work. Oh, okay. And then uh, what does your dad do? Who is he? He says, I don't like to talk about my dad. Do you still listen to Yes. All right, fine. Eventually, he said, Okay, my dad is a 
director general in the government department. Yes, we are a family. He says, but I don't have a relationship with my dad. All that he does is to give me money. That's all he that he does. He just gives me money all the time. Money. I don't want his money. I want him as my dad. There are things that I want to learn from them. That's why I came to you. I mean, mm. I came to you that to learn certain things from you. Yeah. Mm. I think it's also think worse when it involves uh, girls because girls love, for some reason that I don't know uh, about, they love their dads more than their boys. But you know, I only say that I get heartbroken because before COVID, you know, all this year, as you, as you know, I'm always there at the flat where the children uh, stay. I assist them with their, um, their assignments and stuff like that. Right? They want to see And both boys and girls. And they will talk about their parents. And they will say hateful things about their parents. You know? And they will say they feel better to be there at, at, at university than at home with their mothers and fathers. You know? I remember one child who, say, who said, you know, I, I so wish that my stepfather can get a better woman. You know, my mother doesn't deserve you. He's a good man, but my, my mother is not. And then just because they were thinking about themselves, amongst themselves, I was just treating them with almost in one room. And then she was, she was narrating the story to say, my mom is forever not home. Forever. She's always out partying. And I'm with, me and my, my sibling, we are in the house with my step uh, my stepfather. He's the one that cooks for us. He's the one that does everything. She, she, she was saying, I don't think that this man this, um, um, has to have the, 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 the partner like my, my mother. My mother is not a good wife or a good partner. So, children and let me tell you, mm-hmm. this thing actually catches up with everyone as they grow up. You know what we went through as children? It comes out now in our marriages, in our relationships, at work. That's why at some point you can't relate to people because you have never loved. Mm. Since you have never loved, you have not learned to love yourself, therefore you cannot love the next person. That's why you've got a problem of people who cannot, under any circumstances, apologize. Because they haven't seen it from anyone apologizing. You know? So they don't know what the apology is or what it is. But it will come across a man as a boy. And that this man could be an angle for anybody. Whenever that he, whenever he's wrong or he has been, been accused of being wrong, and he apologizes to his wife, and you see the wife smiling because the man has apologized previously. And you see the, 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 the wife sobbing up. As a boy, you will learn this practice. And when you have got a girlfriend, you will learn how to apologize without being asked. The same goes to the girls as well. There are girls who do not apologize because every time at home, they got whipped, they got a smack. 
you know. So they they they, they are like hardcore now. Yeah. So the the, the thing is that that even uh, I was assisting a is an orphan, a young boy. Mm. The parents have passed away, both the mother and the father. So he's staying. He, he's got a house. Unfortunately, the mother had the had the insurance and everything. Mm. He's a teenager. So he bought a car. So he asked me to help him to buy a car. He was talking to the neighbor. The neighbor is an elderly person, and the neighbor knows us, listens to very pulpit. And then she called me. She said, I'm with my neighbor here, who's a young man, 19 years old. He wants to buy a car. He's studying at the, at the university. He's an orphan. That is a matter of that he goes. And said that if he goes to the dealership by himself, they might give me a road deal. You know, so I took the guy, the boy, under my wing, and then asked him which cars he, he wanted to buy, and then he gave me a list of the cars that he wanted to buy. But this is the number one car that he wants to buy. He wanted to, he liked uh, Ford Figo. You know the Ford Figo? Yes. Yes, obviously, he was buying cash. Mm. Then, eventually, I managed to get him a very beautiful car, nice condition, but I had a problem. <laughs> no, no, I know, I got, I got the Ford Figo that he wanted. Oh, okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it was, it was in another province. I said, man, I looked around here, those cars are expensive. But I found one, one owner, who said history from a reputable dealership, but it's far away. If you don't mind, let's go and see the car there. Mm-hmm. Then can I come with my friend? I said, yes. Then we went there, and then I facilitated the deal to make sure that the dealer doesn't, that, that doesn't um, and, and, uh, shortchange him. He got a beautiful car, got the warranties and everything, and then he came back driving his car. You understand? Know but this one thing that I learned from this boy. I think his parents died while he was young. Okay. He doesn't know how to say, how to say things. Is it? I left here, my house, mm. took him with my car, drove him to Malanga, mm. went to the bank with him, helped him to transfer the money to the dealer's account, did everything, went to the dealer, went to the dealer, just taking the whole thing, making sure that the paper was right, making sure that the car is 100%, making sure that he gets a warranty on that car. If it's if, if the problem, they will be able to fix it. Hmm. Because we even got them committing themselves that because he's, he's doing something, if the car gets broken here, he doesn't they have to take it to Bumalanga. All that he has to do is to call them, but not even arranging for the dealership nearby to fix it for him. They will pay. Mm. Afterwards, ah, uh, he, he was with his friends, and then he said, Man, hey, man, we are hungry. This man has taken, we have driven so many kilometers to come here, we are hungry. Let's go and buy food. They bought themselves food, and then we, I was uh, in my car, then we have to be a convert, come back home. But did they buy you food too? They are children. It doesn't matter. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah, so that's another thing. Like, for example, uh, 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 as an adult, I'll mm-hmm. say no thanks, boy, but they didn't even offer. Just to show you that uh, sometimes certain things you learn from your parents. Yeah. You know, remember, I left my house in the morning, mm-hmm. when this and there. You know, and I'm not asking anything from this boy. He's a, he's a young boy. I want to help him, I want to act like he's there. No thank like you. Father. No thank you. Nothing. I'm I'm saying two words. Thank you. T H A N K. 
Mm. Why are you? Look at the car. Look at it. Yeah, that's sad. That's no, sad. I, I, I can't go this car. Mm. I'm just excited and whatever. And then you go this car. So every time, every toll gate, I stopped to check that in. Okay. I said, man, is the car still fine? No rattle, nothing. No, it's driving fine. No shaking, no nothing. Okay, mm. fine. Mm. And then until we split, whoever he went to his home, and then I went to my home. And then um, I thought maybe after a week when the excitement has gone down, he'll call me. No, nothing. Mm. Even when I call him to check out, check up on him, hey man, how is the car breathing his feet? He's okay. No, it's okay. Fine. Yeah. But don't wait. Thank you for what you sent for me. Mm. Nothing. Nothing. Hey, yeah, no. But what I, what I did, I narrated this story to the leader who introduced me, uh, mm. to me. I said, this is the situation. Please look after this boy. Mm. You know, groom him. So that mm. even when he gets to work, when he gets a job, you know, he must be able to say thank you to his father. He must say thank you to the colleagues who have assisted him. Even the people around. That goes along with. Thank you very much uh, for your time. Unfortunately, we're going to have to leave it uh, right here, Baba. But hey, you've said a mouthful, and I uh, believe people have learned a lot. I so wish that we can continue with this topic um, of giving and not just money, but our time, uh, our availability. That's time there because uh, to me, it worked wonders for me. Um, I was raised by a single mother, and my mother was working with the kitchen. I was staying with my my relatives, but I always, even my children know that uh, my my cousins, because with us, your cousins are your brothers. That's your yes. aunties. Uh, yeah, all of them, most of them, they never made me feel like I'm my mother's only child. They never made me feel like that. I mean, they didn't, they didn't give me a lot of money when they at home, but some of them will give me two runs. But today I feel like I'm owing them my life. Cool. Every time I see them, I say, guys, yay, you were there for me, you know. Yeah. And they were like, my reality, man, they go, no, you're there as brothers for me. Yeah, so even today I call, I get some of them from the bottom of my heart. They give you a sense of belonging. Yeah, and also they, they play the father figure in my life. And some of them, yeah. they really took me close. But, but mentor, I didn't even know the meaning of the word or the word mentor or mentoring, whether it existed or not, but they were there for me. Um, some would sit with me, and in doing that, I got encouraged, I got inspired to, to be more like, to be like them, and even to be more like them. Even today, I go to them, and they know very well where they took me from. I mean, their children might not know these things, but when I call them bra- my, my brother, I mean it. They play that brother little in my life. Wow. But it doesn't matter. Uh, but before you love and leave us, please give us your contact details. Um, 010 4982 4982 or 067 067 5934 if you need prayer, please send your request to prayer at radiopulpit.co.za 
or WhatsApp 067-429-7564 or go to Radio Pulpit website on www.radiopulpit.co.za Reach your customers in the car, at the office, at home or wherever they are, night or day. Through advertising with Radio Pulpit, you can reach a large, unique and loyal audience in a most affordable way. With over 500,000 people on our various platforms, from Gauteng to the Cape, you simply cannot go wrong. So advertise today. Contact us on 012-334-1339 or for advertising packages that we offer, go to www.radiopulpit.co.za. Terms and conditions apply. You and 657 AM and Life, a winning team on the road to eternity. 